Mama Pod, real ass mom sharing real ass experiences, the things people don't tell you. Yo, daddy, yo, you, we Jim, back. That's right. They we back. Up. Guess who's Bazak? Put us back on the, on the, on the mic. It's the daddies again. It's Jonathan and Jared here. That's right. Uh, here we are. That's right. Speaking up for the dads, the mommies have gone to bed. And we are here. Mm-hmm. You're going to hear what we got to say now. Mm-hmm. The other side of the story. Yeah, the last episode was, uh, what was it? Uh, straight No Chaser? Straight with No <laughs> Chaser. You yeah, called it. Yeah. That's it. That's what we on That's again. It. Straight No Chaser. Huh. We're going to keep it 100 today. Always. All right. So, um, today, we got this, we got Father's Day coming up, right? Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. tell me. We're going to talk a little bit about Father's Day. We're going to talk a little bit about fatherhood and what that means. Mm. Just kind of sit back and talk about Mm -hmm. what it means to be dad. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So what does Father's Day mean to you, Jared? Mm. That's a quick, a great question, John. Father's Day, right? Um, It definitely hits different now that we have kids, of course, because now we're actually fathers. So what does Father's Day mean to me outside of the fact that it's just another day right Mm -hmm. it's a day to actually celebrate what the dads do um i feel like look we live in a society where mothers get so much attention and the fathers are put on the back burner right Mm -hmm. so it's finally a time for us to celebrate the things that we do and uh and the sacrifices and whatnot that we make for our kids and for our family and so father's day is important Uh, it should be celebrated and we should all come together and understand that it is an, it is an important job and it's a necessary job for our kids and for our families. And so I think it's an imperative that we celebrate our dads and let them know that whatever they're going through at the end of the day, they are still those fathers and those must have components in a family to make us succeed. Yeah. Same Uh, question to you, John. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I, I feel that. Right. So, when I think about Father's Day, right, um, part of it is, like you said, it's this acknowledgement mm-hmm. of of dad, right? It's this acknowledgement of, of fathers. Um, <clears throat> I feel like the, like, growing up, right, it was just dads were always kind of just insignificant, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, and it still feels that way at times, mm-hmm. Where it's like we are, um, I feel like we still we get a little bit more uh, acknowledgement, particularly as black as black dads, mm-hmm. right? Uh, that the the notion growing up was that black dads were absent. Mm-hmm. It was kind of the the, the idea that um, was sold to us as as kids, and I don't think we get as much of that now. Mm-hmm. Um, and so there's a little bit more acknowledgement, and it still feels like Father's Day is. It can sometimes be the the celebration of uh, like I can do this all by myself, right? I can do this, and 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 and, and, and I love that too, right? Mm-hmm. And until so there's there's celebration for and there's space for uh, for single moms, and, and there's there's space for um, acknowledgement of of the difficulties of being a single parent, mm-hmm. and like at the same time, like we want to acknowledge and celebrate what it means to be dad and what it means to be a father. Right. 100%. Um, so what was, what was father's day like growing up? Like, what was that like in your household mm-hmm. in, in terms of how was father's day celebrated? Mm-hmm. What was, what was father's day? That's a, 
That's a good question, John. So, and, and it's going to be different for everybody, right? Because everybody has a different relationship with their father, whether we want to admit it or not. Uh, but me specifically, my father was uh, in the military, right? Um, my dad is a wholehearted uh, provider, right? But my dad never had that soft side to him. It was all, listen, son, you're going to man up, and one day the world is going to see you as a man, and they're going to treat you as such. But Father's Day uh, in my household was one that when he was when he was able to be there, when he was, was, was present, and when I say present, I mean he wasn't either deployed or in the field. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we would all wake up in the morning. We would, you know, run into his room. We would say, hey, happy Father's Day. We would try to make him some shitty-ass breakfast, right, because we were kids <laughs> and we didn't know how to cook. Right, right. Um, and with whatever we had, we would try to give them a gift, right? Mm-hmm. It didn't have to be an expensive gift. You know, pops don't need much, mm-hmm. right? We would just show them, hey, pop, I know you're here. We love you. You know, you're my dad, and I, and I appreciate it. Uh, but two, I also want to just take a moment, right? Because this this the real fucking mama pod, is it not? That's is it right. the real mom pod, John? That's right. That's I, I want to take a minute to speak to all, all the dads out there, and I, and I, and I want to say something to you. And this might not be a popular comment, but I'm going to say it either way. Uh, if you have fucking kids, you need to take care of your kids. That's real. And let me tell you, if you man enough to get in the sheets with mm. some woman mm. you say you care about mm. and you you cultivate, you know, and, and this child, you need to man the fuck up and you need to be a father to that child. All right. Don't make your child a goddamn statistic. Mm. Now, I curse a lot. Now, I'm sorry, everybody, but I, I feel very passionate about this. You have a child, you immediately become a man. You let go of that boyish stuff, and you be there for your child in whatever capacity that you can, hundred mm-hmm. percent. The center of your universe is now your children, mm-hmm. and don't 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 complain when people talk negative about you because if you're not there for your kids, you deserve it. Mm-hmm. So you should be there for your children. I just had I had to put that out there, John. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So let me get off my soapbox. Nah, you got it. Throw the question back to John. What was Father's Day like for you? So Father's Day growing up for me was, um, it was kind of, it's hard to explain, right? So um, I didn't grow up, my dad wasn't in the house with me, right? Um, But he was ever present, but it was never a Father's Day where I woke up and could like run to his room as you described, Mm -hmm. right? So for me, Father's Day was this, just a, uh, it was a holiday, right? And so by that, I mean, I mean holiday kind of in the commercial sense. Like this is a day where you go out and spend money to do such and such, and you, you're supposed to celebrate this thing. But it never really had this that level of significance, right? Where it was like, oh, this is the day that we celebrate and we spend time with dad right this is the day that we sit down and we really give dad his flowers right so it wasn't quite that um and I'm not I didn't have an absent dad by any means right it was just that father's day never had quite that quite that um emotional type of appeal to it for me right um in the way that it, it kind of felt just like Valentine's Day, right? Like Valentine's Day being this commercial holiday. It's a used to supposed to celebrate love on this day, but there's no significance to like what love really means on this day. If that makes sense. 
it does. And that yeah. might be controversial. I, I just put that out there. It's but, very yeah, no, that's good though. <laughs> that's fine. But at the same time, like when we talk about Valentine's Day, there's we just put this on the calendar as a day to celebrate love, right? Like mm-hmm. historically, um, it's just a day on the calendar where we we reduce where we're supposed to do something. Um, and that's what Father's Day felt like to me. It didn't feel like Mother's Day felt like something different. I I knew months in advance that Mother's mm-hmm. Day was coming, mm-hmm. and I knew that we were supposed to do something great and something grand on Mother's Day, right? Um, and so my my relationship with my dad growing up was always where he was definitely there, um, but whereas like on Mother's Day we would probably put something together or do something really significant. Father's Day was more like, oh shit. Uh, <laughs> let's go let, let me go get my daddy a flashlight. Let me go get my daddy <laughs> some cologne, right? Yeah. It was it was something like, oh damn, that's coming up. Like it it was like that, right? Um and so now today, right, uh I don't know, it hits different. Mm-hmm. I don't know, I don't know about you, but it hits different for me. 100% um, different. Now, um and so for me now, right? Um not that I look for anything on Father's Day, but it when I think about it, even in relation to my dad now, mm-hmm. it, it hits differently mm-hmm. than it did when I was a child. Um, and so now for me, it's more like this is really, particularly as my, my parents are aging, my dad is aging, mm-hmm. um, it's like this is a time for me to really celebrate and, and kind of acknowledge these moments and really um, be here and, and, and tell you how much I appreciate you. Um, so Father's Day hits a lot different for me now, still as a child to my father, um, than it did when I was an actual child to my father. You know, that, so, and we just talking, John, but that's, that's crazy to me. Let me tell y'all something. So I did not know that. About John. I'm very surprised that that is Jonathan's take on Father's Day. And mainly because, so I've known Jonathan for a while now, right? And mm-hmm. one thing I'll tell you about Jonathan is, one thing Jonathan going to do is provide for his family, right? His wife, Kendra, and his son, Eli, right? Jonathan, how many jobs you got now? <laughs> like, this, my dog got, listen, so like, Jonathan is the opposite of the irresponsible individual that I was talking about earlier. And I, I, I can say these things unreservedly. I mean what I say and I say what I mean, but I mean it when I say that Jonathan is your quintessential man, right? Like we all see avenues where we can provide, protect, and, and build our family. And Jonathan is that. And so I want to know, and we going off script because we ain't got no yeah, script, right? Yeah. I want to know Straight how you chasing, went, right? right, exactly. How you mm-hmm. went from, and I know you say your dad wasn't there, but how you went from the the man that you are today, which is a, in my opinion, a very involved father. Like you, mm-hmm. Jonathan puts himself, like his own health, everything, bef- you know, before anything. Like not 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 puts himself before, puts his family before himself. Is what I'm trying to say. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I want to know how you got to that point, given the fact that maybe, and I might be speaking out of out of uh you know knowledge here but maybe you didn't get the same when you were a kid so how is it that like yeah how is it that you have put kendra and eli 
before in like I know you would die for your family, right? Like how how did you get to that point? Yeah, that's a good question. So I also want to clarify, right? So like it wasn't that my dad was was absent, mm-hmm. right? Um it was just that we didn't share the same household, mm-hmm. right? So um okay. my dad had a had a family. Um he had uh he was married and had a, a whole family outside of mine, right? Mm. So it was myself and my mom in the household that we shared. But I saw my dad like every day, just about. Okay, that's fair. Okay. Um, so it wasn't that he was absent. He still provided this a, a, a great model for me, um, in a lot of ways. And of course, no no person is perfect, right? Um, and I and I I think I'll, I'll talk a little bit more about like the ways in which I want to be a different model for Eli than my dad was for me, um, and. Of course, we we have perfect aspirations that we will likely fall short of. Um, but in my head, this these are the things that I aspire to be, and so I'll, I'll talk a little a little bit about that. But in terms of like how I started, how I got to to do what I'm what I what I'm trying to do today, what I'm uh, what I think I'm I'm doing today for my family, um, I think about it in the way of like just, I think I said this on the last time we we had the mics um, yeah. before we they were ripped away from us. Yeah, uh, hell yeah! Uh, I Shit, talked about um, how like a lot of I spent a lot of time thinking about this moment, right? I spent a lot of energy. Yep, you did say that thinking and preparing for for this time in my life. Um, and so as we. As Kendra and I started our relationship, right, um, as things were getting serious, and, and I, to, to some point, I think I, I kind of knew before Kendra and I really started, before we really, really started dating, right, mm-hmm. that, that this was kind of going to go that route mm-hmm. um, and get really serious and, and take this, this turn towards marriage and building a family. Mm-hmm. I had in my mind of, like, the commitment that I wanted to make to being, um, to being a partner, to being a father. Right. There you go. Yeah. Um, and so, um, in that, like became the, these, these ideals of like, I need to be present. I need to be healthy. I need to be whole. I need to give everything that I have and I need to work. Yeah. <laughs> right. I need to provide. Well, right. As work. Well. Um, <laughs> and so like all of those things were a part of, of that commitment um, that I made in my mind um, before Kendra and I even said I do. So that's good. But I'll, I'll, I'll volley the ball back to you. What, yeah. what, what, what about you? So, I mean, to, 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 to big you up as well. Right. Like Jared, you are, uh, a man's man you are not just a a a captain in the military a captain in the army not just a um a provider financially but you are a doomsday protector yep. you are 100%. prepared for everything every right. everywhere we go y'all jared has a, a, an exit he yep. he knows exactly yep. what the hell we're gonna do Listen, 
I feel like one of Jared's children when we go somewhere. I know that I'm I'm protected. I know that we are going to be safe. I don't worry about anything. I'm in Jared's arms. <laughs> is, I'm, I'm in protection of amazing grace, and he is going to save me, right? So when we are out, like, you are – and he woodworks y'all like he's he's he is like a man's man right so like as you started to take on um and as you came into fatherhood right what was that like for you was that something that you even had to think about or was that uh how did that how did that happen for you great question um the moment i knew i was gonna be a father to a son, mm. I knew that I had to prepare him for what life was going to throw at him, right? And, you know, I understand that we are given many different obstacles, right? But I And I don't care what anybody has to say. I'm a black man, and I've been through my obstacles, and I know what my son is going to face. And at the end of the day, if the world gives him something that he's not ready for, that's a failure on my part, mm. right? And I'm not going to let that happen. So... You know, growing up, my father was an authoritarian, right? Mm-hmm. That was it. Mm-hmm. My mother was a loving hand when she mm-hmm. when she could be, but my dad was that person that came in and everybody just shut the fuck up because we didn't know what was about to happen, right? <laughs> like we just need to sit down somewhere and be quiet, right? Yeah. Um, but I knew my dad loved us. I knew he, you know, he he wanted the best for us, but my father did not play any games. Mm. There were mm-hmm. No games to be played, John. Yeah. So that kind of shows itself in the way that I'm a father to Drew and Jay, right? Mm. Like, I see them and I love them to death. I swear I do. But at some point in time, they're not kids anymore. Like, they're public enemy number one. Mm. Like I like, And I don't know when that is. Mm. I don't know if that's when they go to middle school. I don't know if that's when they're old enough to, you know, sag their pants a little bit. I don't know yeah. if it's when they're old enough to put a little bass in their voice. At some point in their life, they are seen as a threat. Mm-hmm. And I want them to understand that when life throws that at you, it's very different. And you do not have the privilege of not being privy to what that means. Yeah. Because it's deadly. It's unforgiving. Yeah. And I won't allow my sons to be a victim of of, of that. Yeah. I won't. They're going to be a victim of society or a victim of grace. And they're going to be a victim of grace first. <laughs> that's that's what I honest. Yeah. That's how I feel yeah. about it. Right. Like. And and my wife disagrees with me to no end. My wife is the loving hand, the soft mother, and I love her for it. But my sons need the the fear of God put into them because they have to know that one day their mama ain't going to be there to console them. Nobody's going to be there to console them. Yeah. Right? The world looks at a black man very differently than looking at anybody else. Mm-hmm. And I, I am saying this on this platform, and I do not apologize for it. When they're down and out, the world ain't going to be there to pat them on the back. They're going to have yeah. to pick themselves up and they're going to have to fucking, you know, mission, mission complete and keep going. Yeah. And nobody's going to be there for them until yeah. they find that loving person to be there for. And I need to prepare my sons for that because right now they're not ready for it. And yeah. they're just two and four. Right. Right. right, right. What two year old, what four year old is ready for that. Right. But at the end of the day, when they step out of my house, they need to understand that when they step into this world, it's you. You can come back to your mom all you want. Mm hmm. But you're going to have to get your ass back out in that world. You're going to have to pick it up by yourself and then figure it out. Mm. Because everybody, you know, that's just how. And I know that's harsh, right? Mm -hmm. But that's how my father taught me. And that's how I'm going to teach my sons. But that brings me into my next uh, point, right? Like Mm -hmm. disciplining kids, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. When I was a kid, 
you know, and it's the real mama pot. Yeah. I'm going to keep it real. <laughs> Go ahead. I got Go ahead my speak ass beat. <laughs> a ass beating, America. What you got beat for, Jared? Anything. Anything, <laughs> dog. The sun came up. Oh, get your ass up. Oh, you ain't cut the, that blade of grass wasn't cut? Come get this belt. Like, I really, and oh, so I, doing all that sleeping for. Right. Right, you ain't take the trash out. The trash go out on Wednesday. It's Monday. You ain't get your ass whooped. Like I got, and I got beat by everybody. Like, <laughs> it wasn't just mom. It wasn't just dad. My mom never really beat us, but grandma, granddad, auntie, like everybody was able to whoop our ass back then, and it, and it wasn't no joke. Right uh-huh. nowadays, I feel like you can't even say ass beating. You got terms like you gonna get a pow pow. What the fuck is a pow pow? <laughs> You gonna get a come in. You gonna get a towel, towel. Them kids <laughs> laugh at your ass. You know what I'm saying, Drew? Now I'm gonna have to give you a pop. Back then, it was a process to getting your ass whooped. First, you got yelled at. You got scolded, John. Mm-hmm. Then, so you, you giving up? Wait, wait, wait. Let's back yeah, up. Back giving, it up. You giving us the 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 hierarchy to to like discipline back in the day. Back in the day, I think we need to we need to let, hold on. Let's let's give some space. For, Bring for me Jared back to provide you gonna get, you gonna to get provide me down a hierarchy for mm-hmm. for what it was for, yeah. for discipline back in the day. So yes. tell what what was the start? Okay, so you started First off step. with a scolding. scolding. You know you fucked up. Scolding. Right? Okay, uh, so I'm gonna call it a scolding. Back then we used terms like that, and when nobody worried about getting called, the people called on you. <laughs> you got you got a scolding. You got a scolding. All and right. Then, you hoped it stopped there, depending uh-huh. on the offense. Nah, bruh. So that was step one. Step one was a step scolding. One was a scolding. Step so two. Some people, is, is this the same as like an ass chewing? Yes. Okay. 100%. Scolding, ass chewing. This was step same one. Same shit. So step two, what, what happens next? You After got your you ass whooped. <laughs> step, step two, let me tell you straight up. Step two was, okay, now, because parents back then, they would, they would gas themselves up in the ass chewing. <laughs> Right, they get more because you are silent in the ash tool. You don't say shit, but they get themselves more and more mad, and they thinking about what you did. Uh-huh. Now you didn't got your ass whooped. Uh huh. Now ass whooping back then, <laughs> shit. Whatever was nearest, belt. All right, cord. All right, hand. All right, lamp. All right, <laughs> fucking chair. It don't matter. Whatever. Then you got your ass whooped. After that. Cause you can't stop crying, then you get grounded. Okay. So oh, okay. Wait, wait, wait. So the the, the ass whooping wasn't the last step. Fuck no. So you got your ass whooped yep. and then yes. get grounded. Yes, because then they feel so bad about the ass whooping they just gave you. They feel guilty by your crying. They're not gonna apologize. Fuck no, just get out of my sight. Mm. Go to your room, sit in there until I come get you. Cause by the time they remember to come get you, you stop crying. Now they don't feel guilty no more. Mm. And that was it. That, that was, was a it. that was a full blown ass whooping, and just to give you an like an example of like uh-huh. the offense, right? Uh huh. To go through all three stages, you forgot to take out the trash. <laughs> 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 that was it. That was it. Nowadays, to get that, you gotta fucking kill somebody. <laughs> like, you, you, oh, that's insensitive. I'm sorry, y'all. I'm sorry, but you got to damn near just. Just renounce God. I don't know. You got to do something crazy to get ass whooping like that. But the back then, John, you, I'm curious, John, for you, yeah. for you, yeah. Did you have a similar experience, or was it like, no. wow? No, I so I didn't get, 
I didn't get my ass beat like that. Look at God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I also think like. I think it's different for different children also, right? Yeah. Like, mm. I wasn't the type. I, I didn't need that. You could just shame me for a little bit, and I'd be like, oh, shit, damn. Okay, I guess I wasn't supposed to do that. He was a good one. I guess I, I won't do that no more. And the anxiety would get the best of me, right? Yeah. Um, but so for me, it was – I there were like a few times I can remember actually getting hands or a belt laid on me. One specifically I remember – where I was sitting too close to the TV. Yep, that's a good one. Right? Yeah, um, yeah you're going to ruin your eyes. You're going to ruin your eyes. You're going to go blind. <laughs> <laughs> right? So yeah. I was sitting too close to the TV. I wasn't listening. Mm-hmm. I think my mom had told me a couple times. Maybe my grandmama had told me, but I was still sitting too close to the TV, like, whatever. Fuck all that. I'm I'm watching Nicktoons. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I don't even remember seeing, I, I just remember the belt coming, like it, came, it felt like the belt came around the hall all by itself. I didn't see a body or a hand attached to it. This is how, this is how few many, how few times I actually got beat. Yeah. And I remember this specifically. Damn, that's crazy. I remember the whelp on my goddamn leg. Mm-hmm. I remember not seeing a, a body or hand attached to the belt. I just remember seeing the belt flash before my eyes and smack the <laughs> shit out of my leg Damn. and leave a whelp, right? Yeah. So that time, um, and I can't really remember any other time, right? Mm. So I didn't get beat a whole lot, right? Okay. Okay. Um, and so for me, like that's not that's not the the first instinct when it comes to discipline for mm-hmm. for Eli, right? Mm-hmm. Um like I I at times when I get frustrated, right? Um it's hard to envision, it's hard to imagine a different way of disciplining when he doesn't understand what I'm trying to sell him, particularly if it's for his safety, right? Mm-hmm. It's hard to imagine a different way of doing this. And I recognize that like, if I get to that point, that's not him. That's me, mm. right? Like, that's not about what he's doing that that um, that I have to – that's not about what I'm trying to teach him. Mm-hmm. That's about my frustration and not being able to get through to teaching him. Mm. Mm-hmm. And, and me laying hands on him is not about um, – is not actually the message that I want to, to relay. Mm. I want him to, to receive the message that I care about, so I don't want you to put your hands near this um, – electrical socket Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. i don't want you to touch this iron Mm -hmm. and if i'm laying my hands on him he's receiving a different message of Mm -hmm. like damn when daddy yells at me that hurts or when Mm -hmm. when when daddy puts his hands on me that tells me that people can can lay their hands on me and that and Mm -hmm. that people that even that care about me can do things that hurt me intentionally Mm -hmm. right um, and so I, I, those are the messages that I don't want to receive to mm-hmm. him, that I don't want him to receive. Mm-hmm. And so I, whenever I reach that level of frustration, I do have to stop and think like, damn, that's not, this isn't, this isn't acceptable. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and it's not what, it's not what I want him to receive from me. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it, it, it makes me think about what I want to model for, for Eli. Right. Um, and so, in a way, um, I think this whole episode that we that we're talking about thus far is really about what we've learned um, as fathers, what we've learned, or maybe even what we learned 
as children mm. about what it means to be a father, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. um, and so I guess I want to just kind of throw this question out there for both of us yeah. is like, what is fatherhood? What is fatherhood? How is that different from the this standard of parenthood or mm -hmm. motherhood? Like, mm -hmm. how is fatherhood a separate hood from motherhood or from parenthood? How yeah. is what is what separates us as dads from mm -hmm. from moms or from parents in general? So specifically, as we think about like different gender dynamics in today's society, like mm -hmm. what separates us as dads as fathers? Those smart ass always got these hard ass questions. So, so, so look, I'm 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 gonna be I'm gonna be straight up with it, right? And to all the fathers out there, this is what's gonna separate you from a mother. All right, the fact that you have to be that tough love. I completely. So, me and Jonathan are friends. I love Jonathan to death. I disagree with him on the. Um, the discipline aspect of things mm -hmm. just because I disagree doesn't mean I, I understand where you're coming from. Right. Cause I do. But as a father, that tough love, it's not easy. Right. Mm -hmm. You look at your child and you love them to death. Mm -hmm. You do not want to impose any pain or heartache on your child, but you know, you have to so that they understand that this is not something that you should do. And that's what it go it, like I made a joke earlier, say you're gonna be a victim of society or a victim of grace because when you get out into the world, the world is gonna be so much harder on you mm -hmm. than I was, and they're gonna see you and they're not gonna have any remorse. It's not gonna be, oh, you know, it's okay. They're not gonna pat you on the ass and tell you move on. No, they are gonna fucking crucify you, son. Like that's what's gonna happen to you if you make a serious offense in this world. You have to have the confidence and the know-how to be like, I will not do that. Because I was taught better and you have to have a traumatic experience to let you to remind you that when you're in that moment and mommy and daddy is not around, this is what I should do. Mm -hmm. And I, and and on God, on God, my kids will not if, if God willing, you know, I pray every day, my kids will not have to fall victim to that. They will be able you. to be like, look, can't do this. I hear you can't do this because I know better. Yeah. Right. And so it's that tough love that separates a, a, a man from a woman. Right. Because we. If you're, and I can only say because if you're raising sons, right? Because I don't have any daughters, right? Yeah. I feel like my right. daughter would, I don't know how the hell I raise my daughter. Just give her what the fuck she want. I don't know. And that's bad because I wouldn't raise my son the, way I, the same way I would raise my daughter. I have to look to my wife and be like, hey, Devin, you know, let her know what the fuck she need to do, right? Mm. Like, because I'm going to just mm -hmm. give her what she want. But, <laughs> right? Yeah. Um, but for my sons, like, I, I'm going to give them that tough love. And I love them to death. I really do. But they going to know. They yeah. don't know that ain't playing no games because the world not yeah. playing with you. Yeah, yeah, I hear you. Um, and so, but when I hear like, like giving, giving, giving sons specifically mm. tough love, mm -hmm. right? Um, it makes me feel like we don't give sons just enough love, regular love, just love, right? Like I feel like we can give our sons, give our children in general, just enough. And and this sounds really utopian, right? Like give just particularly as black folks to be able to just give our children enough love to where they can go out and feel good in the world, right? Feel empowered mm -hmm. in the world, despite uh, what, what the world gives, throws mm -hmm. back at them, right? What the mm -hmm. world hits them with. Right. Mm -hmm. um, and so I feel like on one hand, yes, we do have to prepare them for 
the world and the realities of the world and the way that the world is going to see them. Um, like you mentioned, we don't know when that point is going to happen, but we know statistically that it happens earlier for black boys, for black children in general. Yeah. The world starts to criminalize them, starts to um, see them as adults a lot earlier than they do for anybody else. Yeah. Right. Um, and so I acknowledging that 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 harsh reality that when my son is 12, mm-hmm. he's not going to be treated with kid gloves the no. way that his white counterparts are. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. So acknowledging that at the same time, while being able to just say, like, son, I want you to feel loved. I want you to feel empowered when you leave the house. I want mm-hmm. you to feel um I want you to love yourself. I want I want to put enough love into you that you have uh, that you feel that for yourself mm-hmm. when you leave, and that nobody can take that from you, right? Mm-hmm. So having holding both of those at the same time, I feel like is a hard job to do. Yes, and but at the same time, like that's that's our responsibility mm-hmm. in my in my eyes, right? Like, yes, I want to. T- I'm going to teach you about the way that the world will treat you and respond to you. And I want you to feel empowered when you leave. And I don't want to beat you down mm-hmm. with toughness. Um, I don't want to beat you down with, um, with my fucking hands mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, before you leave this house. Right. Mm-hmm. So that, I think that, that, I think that's where we, where we differ a little mm-hmm. bit. I, I don't know if this utopia that you speak of exists. So mm-hmm. I would have to ask you where in society Will they get that reinforcement that you're talking about? Where in society will they say, Eli, you're empowered, right? Nowhere. That's why they have okay, to receive so, it at home. That's my point. But if they receive it at home, right, and they go into the world for the first time and it's not given to them, how do they react? When will they ever receive it is my point, right? They receive it at, in a different at, manner. How? Okay. Damn, me and John, they're actually disagreeing on some shit. This is crazy. Yeah. So the way that we give it to them is we, in my opinion, mm-hmm. right? is that my sons will understand that the world is not easy. The mm-hmm. world is not going to give you anything. Absolutely. Right? And, it, and if you do something that's wrong, you will be punished 10 times harder than maybe your your, your counterparts or whoever, right? Mm-hmm. But in, inherent in that logic, you are understanding that, look, I'm different. Mm-hmm. The world is going to give it. This is my plight. Mm-hmm. There's a such thing as urban plight, and I know you know about this. Come on, mm-hmm. urban plight. Come on. Yeah, we are put out into the world, and we're put on a different platform, and we are not starting from the same place as everybody else. Absolutely. And I need my sons to understand that, but it's not necessarily a bad thing, right? Mm-hmm. When I scold my sons, I'm hard on my sons. Mm-hmm. I discipline my sons, mm-hmm. but I always bring it back and be like, "Look, this is what this is why I'm doing this, mm-hmm. right?" And when they go into the world, I don't want them to have a chip on their shoulder because that's that's the other side to it, right? Mm-hmm. I don't want them to feel like they're starting off below, but I want them to understand that this is what I have to do in, in today's society in order to be successful in yeah. whatever way they define success. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And and just – so I've never really disagreed with Jonathan on anything, but I <laughs> genuinely disagree with Jonathan on this, right? Yeah. Um, and I do. And it may, maybe I'll go back and maybe I'll be a little softer on my boys and try to give them that love. But at the end of the day, that utopian you speak of, I don't believe it exists. 
Yeah, I don't. And so, nor it, do I. I, I want to be clear about okay. that. Nor do I. I, I. That's why I labeled it as a utopia, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, because it's it's a fantasy. Mm-hmm. I acknowledge that the world isn't isn't going to see them in the same eyes that I do, right? Yeah. Um, and I want Eli to know that that the way that I do see him, right? I I, I want him to know the the love that I have for him, and and, and not have to kind of interpret that later in his adult life mm-hmm. i want him to understand it as i give it to him mm-hmm. i can teach him all of those things right i can teach mm-hmm. him that the the world is harsh i can teach him that the world is not going to treat him fairly um and do all of that without having to without having it to be in a in a tough love type of format mm-hmm. like this is all just love i'm giving you this information because of love Right. right. And exactly. it doesn't have to be um, in a like, I'm going to knock the air out your chest type of love. Right. Man, this is crazy. Because I love John. Yeah, I got mad respect <laughs> for Jonathan Ferguson, man. Like, he's a complete doctor. Like, plenty smarter than, plenty, like, infinitely more smart than I am. Right. But I genuinely disagree. I genuinely disagree and with my fair. dog on this one. And, um, and it's hard, right? Like as dads, it's really our fear. Mm-hmm. It's Absolutely. really our fear that drives the way that we parent our Absolutely. children, right? And, and I, maybe I can't speak for everybody else, but I am scared uh, that my kids are going to be in a situation like a Trayvon Martin, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. I that like I I you know because let me tell y'all something right now, and we can say we would or wouldn't do in a certain situation. But if anybody were to harm my kids, they might as well just come find me and do me next. Because if not, I'm just gonna wreak havoc on the world. Like that's Take just it. it. You going I'm a, I'm a I'm a what is it? What do you say? What? I have a special skill special set of I skills. Have a special fucking skill set. <laughs> goddamn it! If you hurt one of my kids, you are gonna know what that skill set right. is. So you take them out. I'm, I got to be next. And if not. Then you will it. be. Oh my God! I'm, hopefully right. the IRS people, not the IRS. Damn, talk about money. <laughs> hopefully the people, hopefully the people don't come for me. But I'm telling you right now, like if anybody hurts my kids, there, there's no talking to me. Yeah, I don't want to be talked to. No. Yeah. Like that's it. Yeah, I hear I, you. I guess I'm next. No, I, I, right, and 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 we agree there, right? We do. We, we agree John, completely. I don't think absolutely, we agree there, John. No, I think we we do agree. A hundred percent. That's absolutely a fear that drives me as well, right? Mm-hmm. And so what I realized as we've been uh, kind of going back and forth about kind of on the, the, the topic of tough love, right? Um, I realized that I didn't answer the question of like what fatherhood, uh, or how, like how fatherhood differs oh, yeah, in my yeah, you opinion, did. right? You didn't, yeah. So to, come, to kind of come back, and I, I feel like this, this, kind of, this kind of speaks to that as well, right? Um, I feel like my duty as a father, particularly as a father to a black boy, mm-hmm. is to provide a model of how to be whole, right? I feel like in a lot of ways, and when I say whole, I mean like well, wholly well, in in mentally well, physically well, um, spiritually well, all of those things, right? In a way that just said a mouthful. I'm sorry. Go ahead, though. I don't think, I don't think I received a a, a solid model for as a child mm-hmm. from from men, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Of men taking care of their their mental health, mm-hmm. men taking care of their physical health, mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. 
specifically black men, mm-hmm. right? Like these are models that I didn't have access to a whole lot of, right? Mm-hmm. And so as I think about ways in which my role as a dad, specifically as a dad to Eli, as a dad to a young black boy, even as a godfather to many black boys, right? My role is to provide another one of those models, right? And and so part of that is by taking care of myself, not just by throwing some weights up in the gym, but by like there. going to the doctor yeah. as well, getting my health checked out, mm-hmm. being open and having discussions with my son about where my health is as opposed to, you know, I feel like everybody has this story. We don't know anything about dad's health or about uncle's health until, damn, he had a stroke. Yeah. Wow. That's, right. Man, that damn. hit home. That hit home. He had a, he had a, he had this happen. Yeah. Damn. He you got speaking cancer. speaking my dad specifically? No. Okay. <laughs> no. Like, my dad has, my dad was diagnosed with multiple myeloma in 2017. So that's a form of cancer. That um, and granted, he didn't know anything about. He didn't know anything until he um, he hurt his back, mm-hmm. right? And was like, he it, it. So hurricane season in Miami. I'm from Miami. Hurricane season in Miami lasts year round, damn yep, near yep, nowadays. Yep. And so he was putting up some damn hurricane shutters on the house. Hurt his back, and the shit never healed, right? So he went to the doctor and found out that he had multiple myeloma, which is a form of cancer. It's a form of blood cancer that impacts uh, bone marrow, right? Um, and so that made his, weaken the, the bone marrow in his spine and had caused him to have this, this uh, um, back pain that lasted for a long time and never quite healed, right? And so speaking, like, speaking specifically to that, like, not knowing about our health, not being informed about our health is a model that I want to change for Eli. Right. And, yeah. and provide and going and knowing, being informed about my health and, and shit, my family's health, our family history of health. Mm. I didn't know the colon cancer ran in my family. So now oh. I know that we need to get, we, damn it. It's uncomfortable <laughs> to talk about, but damn it, we got to get the colons checked. Well, get your ass checked. Right. <laughs> Right. <laughs> so like knowing things like that. Yeah. Um, and even like um, specifically, if we talk about mental health, like we are Father's Day is coming up. We're in the month of June. June is Men's Mental Health Awareness Month. Right. Mm-hmm. So checking on myself, talking about myself, being vulnerable. Right. Mm-hmm. I feel like these are all parts of this model that I wasn't given as um uh, as a young boy growing up, right? Kind of taught to silence that part of of your reality, of that of of yourself as a as a young boy, as a young man, right? Um and so for me, it's about showing that side of things to Eli, right? Showing those side of things that I can be I can still be strong. I can st- in fact Talking about these things is a sign of strength, right? Recognizing that it it's not weakness that if we fall on um, times where we're not fully ourselves and recognizing that sometimes we need some help to lift this burden, right? Um, so 
talking about all of those things and providing this model of what it means to be whole and even what it means to be a a partner right to to someone to support uh, a family and all of those things so like when I say being whole I mean all of these different measures of a man that we don't always talk about that a woman can't provide in the, in that 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 way of of modeling man uh you know I'm sitting here on this podcast and I'm actually learning something from Dr. Ferguson right now uh will I change my ways probably not uh, <laughs> but 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 you know you bring up a lot of good points John you really do um my, th- my it always goes back to what are they gonna? What are we preparing them for? Mm-hmm. What are we? What? 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 Mm-hmm. I, what am I preparing my sons to do? Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. I just don't see the sunshine and the rainbows right now. Right now, I don't see it, and so I yeah. won't prepare my son for sunshine and rainbows. I do want to instill in them the level of confidence uh, to face the world as they are. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. But I don't want to tell them. Or to instill in them a false sense of, hey, every you know, you're on an equal playing field, yeah, because you're not, yeah. And uh, so again, Jonathan alluded to the fact that I was a captain in the United States Army, and I am. But this is Jared Grace talking. This is not Captain <laughs> Grace talking, right? It's always because there's a different. Oh, look, I'm I'm completely apolitical when I'm Captain Grace, and I'm all you know following orders. But right now, That's this is bad. Jared Grace, right? I got you. Uh, but I do want to, I do at least want to ask the question to mm-hmm. John, right? For both of us, like, you know, you get kids and you have to be on the same page with your significant other as far as discipline, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So how have you communicated with Kendra the way that you want to discipline Eli? Mm-hmm in a way that reaches both of your intents, mm-hmm. not just yours, but mm-hmm. hers, mm-hmm. to make sure that you're all both comfortable mm. with the path that you're putting them on. Yeah, that's a, that's a, that's a damn good question. Um, and I think we, we recognize, like, differences um, in one another. Um, I think we, we both kind of ideally want to try to, we, we want to try gentle parenting, right? Mm. And and as much as I say that, recognizing that gentle parenting is hard. Mm. Recognizing that being mindful in those times and being patient at every time is hard, right? Mm. Um, and so I think part of that is by recognizing when this shift of gentle parenting has run its course, mm. And one of us needs to step in, right? Yeah. Um, and so taking turns in that way. Um, also recognizing when maybe we need a more uh, firm approach, right? Um, and granted, I think this will, Eli's too, right? Mm-hmm. This will shift and evolve over time. Um, but I think we, we've talked about wanting to subscribe to a more kind of um, – uh, more of a more of a verbal type of approach oh, to wow. Kendra's to on board with that. 
Yeah, yeah, wow. yeah. Surprisingly, right? Um, but she is on board with that being the first option. Mm-hmm. Um, I think where I think she might get um, probably more to the uh, she might. I think we both have a, a long stint of patience with Eli, um, and it we'll, we'll see. Like as <laughs> as he as he gets older. Um, where his uh, where his behaviors take us, and how they, how much they frustrate us, but for the most part, I think we're we're kind of on the same page as it when it comes to um, what we want to do. Let me let me be clear: what we want to do, we understand that we will always fall short of what our what our 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 goal is. Right? right? We're not we're not perfect. We're not going to have perfect days. Um, particularly now where everything is taking 30 minutes longer because he wants to do it his way or oh, yeah yep oh my god it seems like we can't be on time for anything because he <laughs> wants to do it however the hell he wants to do it yeah. right um and so but i think over time that will we'll continue to have conversations about what that will look like right and, and, and how that will evolve and how we can try to stay on the same page and 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 so I think it's really going to be about the communication moving forward. Um, so to answer your question, I think we are, for the most part, on the same page right now as it comes okay. to um, really leaning on. Because, he, I mean, again, he's two. We want to, excuse me, we want to uh, teach him, mm. right? We want to give him these these models and not not provide too much discipline for things that he doesn't quite understand just yet. Mm. Um as he ages and he gets more gangster with it <laughs> and, and just like out here blatantly disrespecting us. Yeah. Drive by disrespect. We <laughs> don't have to, we don't have to talk about some, some, uh, what, what we will do differently. Right. right. Um, but at this time we're, we're on the same page and I think it's going to be about communicating, keeping up communication moving forward. Man, that's good. That's really good. The only reason I asked the question, John, is because mm-hmm. I think that uh, everybody out there, whoever's listening to this podcast, will come across a conversation with their significant other as to, you know, how do we want to discipline our kids to the point where we're both comfortable with it? Right? Absolutely. Yeah. It's been a struggle for me and Devin, particularly, uh, because as you might know, I am more of mm-hmm. unforgiving. I'm a whoop your ass. Mm-hmm. Right. And Devin is 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 100 percent. On the side of of John, right, Doctor Ferguson. I love to call him Doctor Ferguson, y'all. Y'all don't understand. This is a very <laughs> smart person, um, and I'm just not there. I, I you got to meet me where I'm at. I hear you. I'm at the point where I'm whoop your ass, yeah. right? Like that's <laughs> it. And 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 uh, my sons will far surpass me, right? Like I know that they will be infinitely smarter than I am. And if they're not, that's a failure on my part and Devin's part, right? Whereas mm-hmm. on right now, this is this is just what they're gonna get. Yeah. And I maybe I need to open my mind a little bit more and 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 consider other things, but it's probably not going to work. I hear you. Yeah. I hear you. Yeah. All right. So we we've reached um we've reached a point in the conversation, right, where we are um where we are we've tackled a lot of different things yep. and we've reached kind of a stalemate on 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 some on some yeah. On yeah. some level, right? Yeah. Um, so 
And now we'll talk about, we'll transition into kind of talking about what is, first of all, like what, what are we drinking today? What, what, Shoot. what, what's in, what's in, in daddy's, in daddy's sippy daddy, cup tonight? Daddy's sippy cup, daddy's <laughs> shit. Any kind of whiskey you brown. like or bourbon brown. Yeah. Straight. Brown Look, liquor for brown folk. There you go. He ain't <laughs> got to be brown. You can you be de- white. You, don't. you can be Caucasian, Asian, Blasian. I don't give a fuck what you are. If you're a father, you need something a little bit stronger than whatever the hell the mommies is mixing up. Get you something to start with a W. Boom. W- Whiskey. <laughs> what you, what you got? Water for the reserve. <laughs> what else you got, John? What else? Oh, what I got? Uh and that's all I got. Man, something that's so strong you don't even remember Ooh, what it start with. Jack. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, fathers, it gotta hit different for the fathers. We ain't mixing a lot of shit. The only thing you mixing is three ice cubes. Yep. Ice. Like that's it. That's it. Like, ice. Scotch. Whatever you, you put know. some ice on that John. Ice on it, huh? Glenn mm-hmm. Live it. Uh mm-hmm. whatever. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. It ain't even gotta be fancy. You know, mm-hmm. it can be a little cheap, whatever. Because I'm telling you right now, as a dad, you're gonna need a stiff drink. Yeah, uh, and it's gonna help you out. So that's that's what we're drinking that's right real. now. I can't. I don't know if y'all realize it or not, but me and Jonathan are uh, <laughs> we drinking on our little favorite drink. Well, you know what is it? Woodford, and we've been drinking on a lot of stuff. Yeah, we we've been we've been sipping. Right, we've, we've been, been sipping. sipping, but we are spitting that real shit to you right now. Like this is what it is to be. A dad, and and I know we we it may seem as though we're catering more to the black dad, but as a father in general, mm-hmm. you got to be a presence in your child's life, mm-hmm. right? Do I think it's harder for black men? Yes. Mm-hmm. Do I think it's not easy for white people or Asian? No, it's hard, right? Everything is hard. Mm-hmm. Shit is harder for you, black man, out here, straight up. Yeah, that's my opinion. Yeah. I- I, I'm not even qualified. I said what I said. It, it's it's hard out here being being a black man. Yeah, it's hard. Like it's fucking it, hard. We don't have to qualify that. We don't have to justify it. Mm-hmm. it. It is what it is. Like we, as two black men sitting in front of these microphones with mm-hmm. uh, three black boys between the two of yep. us, right? Yep. Yep. Um, it's hard out here. That's the that's the reality of it. Like 100%. we, nobody in this country is being gunned down by state violence by by. Mm. Mm. At the at the rate that we are, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, and it, having it be sanctioned by 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 the, or let me say forgiven, uh, right. essentially right. by the government, right? Hundred percent. Right. Um, so, like, the reality is that it it's it's rough out here, um, and and that's what we're preparing, uh, preparing our boys for. Yes. Um, is that that reality? Um, and so in that same lane, let's let's uh let's pivot into. Um, a segment that they regularly call "Mommy's Mama's Corner," right? Mama's Corner. Um, today, this is uh, we call we want to call it Daddy's Corner. Or we want to call it yeah, uh, Daddy's Daddy's uh, let's call it the the, the porch. Maybe we maybe Ooh. we on the porch. Maybe we are on the on the patio. Or something. I like the fucking porch, bro. <laughs> maybe yeah, we, maybe the stoop. We, yeah, we on the stoop. That's that New York shit. Actually, I'm from the <laughs> south. Fuck that shit. We on the porch. We on we we at the grill. Oh yeah, we, we in the backyard. Daddy, we daddy, grilling da- daddy's right uh, daddy's we porch grilling. on the backyard, right? Yeah. So what what what? Let's talk about what we got for uh for daddy's patio backyard patio, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so 
a part of me really wants to to kind of drive home um, the importance of like providing this space for mental health and and awareness, right? Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, because of who I am, mm-hmm. I am a full transparency. I am a psychologist in training, preparing um, to take my my licensure exams mm-hmm. and and get all of this stuff done. And be a licensed psychologist, right? So I'll acknowledge very um, smart person. <laughs> my biases Study. here, yes. right? 100%. Um, and so I, I do want to talk about mental health, right? And so a part of me just wants to ask Jared, how are you doing? Like, how, how are you mentally and emotionally? Man, that's a great question, John. Because a lot of times dads don't get asked that question, right? Like, mm-hmm. that nobody really cares about how the dads mm-hmm. are doing. Uh, but how am I doing mentally? Um, if I have to be completely honest with you, John, mm-hmm. like I think it's a fair answer to say I don't know. Yeah, right? I true. just because I've been it's being programmed in me to just deal with it. Yeah, right. Good, bad, and different. Deal with it and move on. Right. I don't know if I'm doing well. I don't know if I'm doing bad. I just know that I'm dealing with whatever I'm dealing with. Yeah. Um, and is it the right answer? No, hundred mm-hmm. percent not. I think it's the wrong answer, but I think that's just where I'm at. I hear you. Is that fair? Yeah. So um, I think I lack that awareness to know whether or not I'm doing good or doing bad, mm-hmm. right? Because I've seen mm-hmm. I've seen things, I've seen mm-hmm. things, and I've done things, and I've you know I just kind of internalize it, yeah, right? and then I kind of get past it. However, you know whatever that looks like, right? For mm-hmm. me, just get past it. And once I'm past it, I'm good. Uh, so. Yeah, that's that's just my answer. I hear you. Yeah, straight you. up. Um, and me being again once once again being aware of like my identity, um, and being a therapist, I'm not gonna therapize you on 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 the. Please podcast. do shit. Um, fucking therapize me. Is that a word? <laughs> not really. <laughs> I'm not gonna do my therapy thing. Right? <laughs> um, but I I do I do want. I do want you to take inventory of how you're doing, uh, right? Yeah, I, I yeah. do want you to, to sit with that question. Um, even if you don't have an answer for it right now, I want you to sit with that a little bit. Um, and so I'll also answer the question. Yes, please. Um, and for me, I've been maintaining, and that's not, that's not a good state, right? Like I've just been, I've just been here essentially. Um, and so like a lot of, of me has, recently has just been kind of going through the motions right um and that's not who i who i feel like i'm supposed to be that's not who i feel like i am at my core right um and so i'll acknowledge like i recently started uh i recently started therapy oh, good, um, good. uh so like over the last couple of weeks right um well it's been a it's been a a, a decently long process that it it shouldn't be as long as it is to get and to get to therapy through your insurance um it's it's a lot easier if you're not going through your insurance um but as i've started this process right um part of the reason that drove me to this is just because i haven't been quite feeling like myself acknowledging that like the things that i the things that i really used to enjoy seem like a chore at this point in my life right mm-hmm. acknowledging that um it's just really hard for me to to muster up the energy to do anything 
I feel tired all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have this newfound like fear that I feel like has come with fatherhood of like, mm-hmm. as we, we talked about like this fear for our children, it feels like the, I've recognized. It. So I feel like I, I, I watched this. Um, so have you, have you watched the movie soul? I have. With, yeah, the you, cartoon, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah with Jamie Foxx, right? Like it a lot. Yeah. So you remember when he he came back as uh whatever I think the cat, the cat mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And he recognized like, oh shit, there's a lot of things out here that can. Ki- <laughs> I got this one life now. Like, there's a lot of shit out here that can kill me. Yeah. Right. I feel like that's what what it's been like since since Eli was born for me. Right. Like, just all of these anxieties kind of came up that I wasn't that I didn't acknowledge before. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, shit, the world is really a dangerous and scary place. Mm-hmm. Granted, I think that the, the scale was turned up a bit uh, since COVID came shortly after my child was born. And yeah. um, I mean, mass students have been around. Yeah, I don't mean crazy. to minimize it, no, uh, but they've been no. around. Um, but they seem to be just prevalent again, kicking it. Yeah. Like they just hear. They just all the Normal. time. Yep. Yep. Everywhere. Mm-hmm. Like it. And so I do have this, this newfound fear of just being out here because mm-hmm. everything else is out here that can kill me and, and my family. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so like sitting with those anxieties, sitting with the fact that I haven't fe- quite felt like myself a little bit. And so that's taught me to think that, that really kind of pushed me to, to seek out, therapy and someone to help me kind of carry this burden for me Damn. right um so that's where i'm at right now i'm um i'm not quite where i want to be but i'm seeking help to get there man so that's a big uh you you just said a mouthful john right because a lot of us nowadays you probably don't even you know we are oh, therapy i don't need therapy mm-hmm. right but what we don't see is that therapy can really help us, right? Absolutely. And I, I think the fact that you've gotten to that point and the fact that you're just willing to be open and honest about it is good. Mm-hmm. It's really good because I'll be honest with you as well. Like, I'm not at that point. Like, hey. I, I don't feel like going to talk to somebody about my issues is going to help me. I don't, right? Hey. But that's the wrong answer. Mm-hmm. And that's 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 just that's what's been programmed in a lot of us. Absolutely. Like I just hey, you got to stick through it. Like you got to go through mm-hmm. what you're going to go through and you're going to deal with it the way that you deal with it. And and the fact that we have resources available to us to help us with it mm-hmm. is awesome. Mm-hmm. The fact that you're seeking that out, man, mm-hmm. that's really good. The fact that I haven't gotten there yet, like I'll admit it to anybody. Like Jonathan is 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 probably the a great example of what we all should aspire to. Oh, right. don't, don't, don't put that shit on No, me. no, I put it on you. Yes, <laughs> God damn it. That's because that's don't what it is. I put it on you. Right. <laughs> but a lot of us just aren't there yet. Right. And I'm one of those people. And I need to I need to probably break out of that. Right. Like, and, and, and understand that maybe I should seek out help, too. But at the end of the day, I just am who I am. Right. Like, I just realized that whatever comes at me, I'm going to deal with it. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm guns blazing like I am I'm, I'm gonna attack it straight on I'm, I'm not a person that goes around the wall I'm a person that goes through it I hear you and I, I don't you. need no help doing so but and that's the wrong answer though that's that's not right no it's so it's it's not it's not the wrong answer mm-hmm. right so that at the end of the day like even with a the therapist right you'll still have to go through it mm-hmm. 
you'll still have to deal with it. Mm-hmm. You still have to carry a lot of that load. Yeah. I think what what it what it is is like this individual is giving you some some assistance, right? Like this is someone that so and in fact I can use this as an example. Mm-hmm. Right. You and I have gone through the to the airport together. Yeah. Um, where you have been carrying a lot of stuff for for the babies, right? This yes. was even before Eli was here. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And you're like, don't worry about it, John. I'll just carry. I'll just. Yeah. I'll just. I'll just shirt. I'll just carry this burden, right? <laughs> and here I am, just rolling around my carry on, yeah. right? Yeah. And it's like, Jared, I can help you with some of that. Yeah. I can. I can take. Hundred percent. Here I am. I yeah. got an arm, right? Yeah. So it, it's not about you're. You're still gonna have to get all that stuff to the gate. You're still mm-hmm. gonna have to pick it all up. Eventually, you're still gonna have to pick it up when you check when you get to your destination and and pick up your bags, right? Yeah. And while you have someone here, allow someone to carry some of that some of that weight for that's you. That's deep. That's deep. And that that's that's essentially what it is, right? Yeah. A, a, like we all will will still have to go through this stuff. Yeah. And it's about allowing. Um, we talked about relinquishing control last time, right? Oh, it's shit. about allowing someone <laughs> to carry a little bit of this control, carry a little bit of this uh, this weight for you, and that right. that's really that's really how I see it. Um, yeah. It's about there's there's no shame in asking and seeking help. Mm. In fact, there's there's bravery and courage in that. Hundred um, percent. And so that's what I think we we do need to aspire to is, is being brave enough. Um, to admit when we need help. 100%. Well, that is one place where we do agree. 100%. No, you're right. You're right about that. Um, damn. You said a lot right there. It hit home a little bit because I'm not at that point in my life, but I need to get there. I definitely need to get there. What else we got, John? We've been going for almost an hour now. We have been. We yeah. have been. Um, and so... Really, I don't. I don't really have anything else. No, that's that's Shoot, it, man. What? Wait, wait. We had to come up with a daddy's hack, a daddy's corner, though. Like, what's our hack for this? This. Uh, um, so that, that that was kind of my 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 takeaway uh, from it. Um, so yeah, what 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 do you have for 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 daddy's uh uh porch uh backyard patio? A hundred percent. Yeah, I have to reinforce what Jonathan said. We have to find a way to become vulnerable enough to better ourselves mm. that's it mm-hmm. that's uh, where growth happens that, right? exactly exactly because we grow in uncomfortable situations mm. and if we don't get out of our comfort zone then you know we're never gonna grow and that's that's really deep i like that a lot uh am i saying i'm gonna go see somebody <laughs> tomorrow no i'm not gonna go see nobody tomorrow maybe uh-huh. next week maybe next month but i it is on the table now Mm-hmm. And I got to talk to Devin about it, right? Like, I got to be mm-hmm. like, hey, baby, you, know, you know, I've been feeling this. I've been feeling that. And mm-hmm. maybe somebody can help. Maybe my wife can help me. Absolutely. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, that's that would be daddy's hack for today. I like ain't got to be tough all the time. Mm. Sometimes you got to be vulnerable so that you can be even more tough. Yeah, absolutely. 100%. In fact, there's toughness in being vulnerable. Boom. Vulnerable. Boom. There you go. Yeah. Hell, yeah. You can't be brave without being vulnerable. Man. You can't be courageous without it. There you go. So maybe you maybe go. that that's the the summary for for daddy's. Say it one more time. You can't be brave without being vulnerable. I like it. And that's the takeaway. That's the takeaway. There's a bravery and vulnerability. Absolutely. I like that. Mm-hmm. I do. I hope y'all listen to that shit. 
lot of y'all out there. Yeah. Listen, listen, listen all the way through. I know we're at the end, so I can't tell you to listen all the way through now. Because <laughs> we're at the end. But um, yeah, that that that's kind of the takeaway. I like um, that for me. I like that a lot. Well, John, we agreed about some things. Yeah. We disagreed about some things. Yes, we did. But if if I could close if I could close it out on my end, John, it's mm-hmm. just a couple of things that I want to reinforce. Mm-hmm. One, don't be no bum ass dad. That's yeah. Simple as that. If you got a child, I don't care what terms you and the baby mother is on, if you're married, if you're not married, if you whatever it is, you be there for that child in whatever capacity you can be there in, because that's the definition of being a man. You step up when you gotta step up. All right, you was man enough to go ahead and have sex with that woman. You man enough to raise that child in whatever capacity you can. Two, get on the same page with your spouse as far as how you're going to discipline your child. And three, there is power in being vulnerable and seeking help. Yeah, yeah. Um, So my takeaways from our conversation today would really be about – just about the ways in which we can teach our teach our kids about the the harsh realities of the world and the, the many different ways in which we can teach um our children about the harsh realities of the world specifically um our black children mm-hmm. who have a who have a different reality mm-hmm. right um so acknowledging that and and thinking being creative about the ways that we can teach them that um as well as uh just in the power and the bravery that it takes to be vulnerable. Um, so those are kind of the things that I, that I'll, that I, that I'm taking away, um, and sitting with for, from this conversation today. Tough, tough. We all heard it right here. Daddies. Of course we forgot, uh, to answer one of the questions from the listeners during, um, what mama's, uh, Mama's corner. Mama's corner. Mama's yep. corner. Mama's corner. Now reclaimed and, and moved out to the back porch called Daddy's Daddy's Patio. There it is. Um so let's answer let's answer the question. So the question is they want to know the daddy perspective on the mental load of the household. Okay. So one of the listeners wants to know the daddy perspective on the mental load. You want me to start this one, John? I mean, I, I can start if you want. Yeah, you go ahead and start, John. This mental load business. Okay. So the mental load is, it's this, and, and I kind of, we talked about this the last time we were on, like where the mental load is kind of this, this mental checklist of all the things that need to go right in order for the household to run, right? And so typically women sh- shoulder that burden, the mom shoulder that burden, more the more so than the the dads, right? Um, and my understanding is that a lot of a lot of moms, a lot of women will feel like they have to ask their partners about certain things that are responsibilities that are that should be shared responsibilities of the house, right? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, and so with that, I think we as as men, as dads, we can do a better job of taking notice, taking inventory of all the things that make the household run. Mm-hmm. With that being said, um, I think there's a lot, and I can only speak for 
for my household in this regard, right? But it feels as though there's a lot on the mental load that I can't necessarily assist with, right? Mm-hmm. Or not not that I can't assist with. But that so for example, right? Mm-hmm. Whenever whenever Kendra goes out of town and I'm doing all the things, or even when she's here and I'm doing the things, mm-hmm. right? There's always like a call. Did you do this? Did you do that? Right. Did you do this? Sweetheart, I'm fully capable of taking care of my child. I'm fully ta- capable of taking care of the household, right? Yep. Please rest your mental load. Please. <laughs> Please. Please. Re- so you can rest mine. Because <laughs> you dropping extra stuff on my right. mental load right now, right. right? So, like, I think we can, one, I think we can do a better job of acknowledging the fact that there is this this mental load that, mm. that um, moms tend to carry uh, disproportionately, right? Mm. Um. And I think there's, I'm not sure anybody ever checks about, like, maybe what's on dad's mind. Right. So, man, that's a great answer, John. And, again, y'all, he is a doctor, so it just it flows so much better. <laughs> uh, from my perspective, the mental load and the reason why certain people have a problem with the mental load is because maybe you just fucked up mentally. <laughs> like, I, you know, Sorry. I'm just I keep it real, people. I really do. You know, the mental load. I'm gonna let me let me stop joking around. To me, the mental load for a household, it falls into certain categories, right? Things have to be correct financially in order for the household mm-hmm, to run. Mm-hmm. Things have to be even things have to be correct spiritually. Mm-hmm. Uh things have to be correct as far as organizationally. Mm-hmm. And I think the moms are more so talking about the organizational aspect of the mental load. Uh, and like things that fall into that category to me mm-hmm. are cleaning the house, mm-hmm. washing the clothes, folding the clothes, things of that nature. And then at the same time, there's like a social aspect to the household nowadays mm. that I don't think was around when I was growing up. Like, what do you mean? Speak, so, speak on that a little more. So, for instance, birthdays, right? Mm-hmm. Birthdays are a whole event. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, they, it, and they never end. And they, they don't. Yeah. They don't. Yeah. When I was coming up, birthdays were very easy. You so, got a cake. Mm-hmm. You got some ice cream. You sat around a table. You sing mm-hmm. happy birthday. Mm-hmm. You get you open up some gifts. Mm-hmm. Maybe watch, sit down and watch a movie. Mm-hmm. Not today. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. At best, you had a bounce house. Like, and that was man, that was, you killing it if you had a big woo! birthday. Well, you was talking the block. You <laughs> had a bounce house, boy. Nowadays, right. a bounce house is the minimum, right? Yeah, but no, don't stop there. Uh, uh-uh. uh. No. You got. I got to set up my whole living room like a photo shoot. This is not a joke. No. And I got to take semi-professional photos of mm-hmm. my son, mm-hmm. post them to Instagram mm-hmm. at midnight. So that everybody knows it's Drew's birthday. Like an album release. Yeah. It, th- yeah thank you. Now, if and we're not even getting close to everything that was done for the birthdays, but I think that is also a part of the reason why y'all, certain people, I won't even, it's not even gender specific, why there's this issue about the mental load. Sit your ass down. Just keep it simple. Keep it freaking simple. You don't need to do all of that stuff. 
But that's the that's what I mean. What the social aspect? It's like mm-hmm. nowadays everybody has to post these things on Instagram, and we have to put up this this front, like oh everything mm-hmm. is great. Look mm-hmm. at our photos mm-hmm. and all this, that, and the other. Mm-hmm. When it when it you know in a lot of cases them fucking photos that ain't the real shit. Yeah, like we're struggling yeah. over here. Like yeah. we're arguing every day. We're not genuinely happy. And I'm not yeah. talking about myself. My, I just want to. This is a general generally, generally speaking. speaking yeah. yeah, and uh, you know. Putting all that effort into putting in that putting up that facade instead of mm-hmm. actually putting it into where it needs to go, mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. is useless. Mm-hmm. Like, stop doing that shit. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's what I mean when I say there's a social mm-hmm. um, aspect to this mental load, right? Because yeah. that's a lot to think about. Yeah, I had no idea what was going on for my son's birthday because I just didn't want to think about it. Yeah, I ain't got time for that shit. Mm-hmm. Not my son. It's just that's too much going on. Like, yeah, and it's, he's only four years old. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, Financially, so let me also yeah go ahead. Um, so I, I think one I want to I point out, what I want to say like I, I think from your perspective you're saying like a lot of the stuff is unnecessary right it's unnecessarily yes. uh, it's unnecessarily unnecessarily uh, uh, complex I can't speak right now right yeah mm-hmm. yeah <clears throat> uh, and so that that's that's a mental load that's kind of taken on oh, right man, and not, yes and not. Not needed to make the household run, right? Volunteered. You volunteered <laughs> to do that shit. Right, right. Yes. Um, and so, but go ahead. I'm sorry I cut you off. I just wanted yeah. to, to make, I just kind of add, I make sure that I was understanding what you were saying. By, yes, by that. yes. That's a per. like I said, he a doctor so he can break it down. So financially, right? The mental load, financially, that's a very important part to me, right? Mm-hmm. The mental load financially. And I'm telling you, in my household, I'll say it, my wife financials no she does not mm-hmm. deal with that shit mm-hmm. the only thing that my wife does a great job of as far as financially is spend money mm-hmm. that's it mm-hmm. Devin has no clue how much money we have in the account she just knows well Jared either put some in or allocated this money here or mm-hmm. we good that's all mm-hmm. she knows but she know damn well how to swipe a card expert Woo! <laughs> fully trained <laughs> done I'm talking about the best of the best. Teach a master class. God, (laughs) dog, boy. The banks love my wife. That should Um, be their next podcast. They should start a podcast about how to swipe that card. How to swipe. I mean, it's a fucking technique. (laughs) But, you know, for for us to sit down, look at the financials for the month, see how much we're saving, see if we're allocating the money into the kids' college accounts, see if we're allocating the money into our business accounts, Mm -hmm. see if we're allocating it into our retirement funds, Mm -hmm. and see what we have left. Mm -hmm. There's a mental load to that, too. Mm -hmm. Because I'm telling you right now, just like I don't, like, do much for the planning of the birthday parties, Devin does nothing for that financial part Mm -hmm. of the household. And I'm okay with that, too. Mm -hmm. I understand that Mm -hmm. that might be my strong suit. Yeah. And so I don't get mad at her mm-hmm. when she don't sit down and do it. And I think that's the difference, right? Mm-hmm. You got to understand if mm-hmm. y'all are a team, you're a team. Mm-hmm. And there's some mm-hmm. things that I'm going to let you do fully because yeah. that's your that's your lane and this is my yeah. lane. And yeah. these are the lanes that we've identified for each other. Mm-hmm. But you can't sit there it's and get like mad. It's not like something that was assigned. Right. right. Yeah. Exactly. So I don't get upset about that. Mm-hmm. But that's a part of that's a part of the, the problem, I think. Like y'all sitting down looking over, you know, giving us the side eye because we just stand in our fucking lane. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I like to stay in my lane. I don't need <laughs> nobody else's lane. Shit. You know what I'm? Do you feel me, yeah, John? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah that's, I hear you. that's how that's how I feel about it. So I think like to to kind of put a put a a lot of things kind of tie them up nicely, right? I think what I'm hearing and and what what I think about it as well is like there's a part of us is um, part of our role at times, right? Um, is like somebody has to be in charge of the day to day, right? Somebody's yes. in charge of the day to day, 
somebody's in charge of and, and and this is also shared as well right but somebody's also in charge of like long-term planning long-term yeah, visions yeah, yeah. and that also has a mental load to it as well mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. because that plays out in your day-to-day mm-hmm. and i think just in general because i'm more kind of big picture type of uh the, the way that my mind works right mm-hmm. kendra's very detail oriented mm-hmm. so details often fall into her lane right yeah yeah big picture like where's all of this going that's usually how i, I put things together right 100%, yep and that part of the like how is all of this puzzle coming together how is all of this working it feels like it often gets disregarded mm. right mm-hmm. so my i think to jared's point right we we both have kind of our our lanes we we have things that we do that contribute to the household mm-hmm. um and we want to, I think we should take time to acknowledge like both sides, right? I, I want to take time to acknowledge all the things that Kendra does. Mm-hmm. I want to take time to acknowledge all the, the privilege that I gain from a lot of the things that she does on mm-hmm. the day-to-day, right? Mm-hmm. And at the same time, I want to be, I don't even want to be acknowledged, right? I just want <laughs> to, to be left alone. Be, I want to be not acknowledged. <laughs> right. for, for, I want to be left alone, um, frankly, for... Um, or allowing us to kind of fulfill our, our roles, right? Yeah. Like we're we're doing what we have to do, um, and in fact, I, I often will 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 do things um, and try to take care, try to take things off of her mental load. She's still mm-hmm. going to ask me about them, which which shows that she is still on her mental load, regardless if who does it or not. Yep. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think there's just this acknowledgement of like, I see you. You're working hard, and I think that's the least that we can do as. As, as partners to, to, to each other, yeah. right? Acknowledging, like, I see what you're doing. I see that that weighs on you. How can I help, right? right. Um, and I think that, that also can go both ways. Again, well put, John. <laughs> well put. But one more thing, though. I do have mm-hmm. to, if I had to play devil's advocate, like, mm-hmm. right? Like, if you're one of those dads out there who, you know, spends all your free time playing video games mm-hmm. or you're sitting down. I ain't going to name no names, but I love, I love a certain, I have a friend, man. He is awesome. Right. Mm-hmm. Great dude. Good with his daughter. But this dude told me how much time he spends. He's going to kill me for this playing this game called dungeons and dragons. Mm-hmm. Boy, if you don't get off that damn dungeons and dragons <laughs> and do something around that house, like just something like that. Like yeah. if you're, if you're one of those guys who spend a lot of time, I'm not saying that we don't need that time, but if, if you're not putting any of that effort into back into you know household chores or whatever, then mm-hmm. we wrong in that sense too. Absolutely, because I'll Absolutely. tell you right now, just like you said, you benefit from from Kendra. Mm-hmm. I I know 100 percent that I benefit from the things Devin does. She cooks, she meal preps for the whole week, she mm-hmm. cleans, she organize mm-hmm. like that. She does a very good job at that, right? And it allows you the space to not have to think about those exactly. things. Exactly, just grab your 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 meals and and, and just work, go right. So in yeah. a sense, she helps me with my mental load. Absolutely. She helps you with even just be efficient at, at work. Exactly. Because right? it's right. something that you don't have to worry don't about. Don't have to worry about. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So um, and I think we can acknowledge that, right? Fully acknowledge, yes. Um, that's that's the very least that we can do is acknowledge. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, that yeah. I, I gain something from uh, from all the things that you do. Right. Um and I think we just want to not be beat up all the time. All the damn time. <laughs> you know, John, I get to the point where look, if you don't want to do it, just don't do it. Just don't do it. it it's going to get done. It, I will eat. <laughs> These kids going to eat. 
Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, dog? Like, does it help when you do it 100%? But does it help when you are just mad as hell because the sun came up and you got to cook today? <laughs> no. Yeah. Hey, just sat down somewhere. Why kick your fucking feet up? Don't even mm-hmm. worry about it. Mm-hmm. But some of y'all women out there, some of y'all just don't know how to relax. Mm-hmm. Don't know how to turn your brain off, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Damn, Kendra said, I'll never forget it. Kendra said, I just want a break from thinking. <laughs> what the hell, y'all? You know, we can't just go brain dead now. We can't just sit there and do nothing. Yeah. But. I'd like, um, I'd like, I, I would like for, uh, to, I'd like her to get a break from thinking. Yeah. And I, I'd like to be able to sit down and think at some point. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to, I'd, I'd like for us to switch roles at some yeah, point. Yeah, like, 100%. I, I think that. That that's okay. Like yep. I'd like to 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 sit down and, and plan. Yeah. Right. I'd like to 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 do that. Um. So maybe maybe we can do that and, and switch roles for mm. for a day. Oh yeah. Switch oh for, man. Yeah. Or uh, a weekend. Yeah. Do all the roles. things that I do. Go take Kobe. Go take Kobe for a walk. It'll stop no. right there. Yeah. That, that's it. That's, well, we can't do that. Yep. yep that's it's done. <laughs> Never mind. It ain't gonna work. It ain't gonna work. It ain't gonna work. Kobe's our dog, by the way. Right. Yeah. But okay. Does that answer the question, John? I think so. I think, I think we, we good did. on that one. Yeah. Okay. Right. And thank you for that question out there. It, you know, Jonathan didn't read it verbatim. There was a little bit of aggression behind that damn question. I'll read, the, I'll read, read it, verbatim. it verbatim. I'll read it verbatim. Verbatim. Listen to this mama. So, daddy perspective on the mental load of the household. Now, we, we're switching to all caps now at this point. That means she yelling. Mm-hmm. Because mine does not. <laughs> the burden, like, step up, dads. Let's go. Damn, aggressive yeah, with us. That was the 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 tone of it. I, yeah. I, I read I read the 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 lowercase part earlier. Yeah. I didn't read the all caps. You got give it the all caps. That mom <laughs> that mama frustrated. That that was real. That was real mama. That right was there. real mama right. And I appreciate that mama. Real ass mom. Yeah. Uh, real <laughs> ass mom. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Oh man. But yeah. So I think we I think we did tackle the question. Awesome. Um, I think we did. So. We here we are again, signing off. Signing off the net. Till next time. Boom. Stay at home on nine to five. Raising your babies with joy and pride. A real